Mohamed Salah was not one of the nominees. That is the tip of the iceberg. De Bruyne over Rodri's. Yeah, it's weird that. Uh, I wonder. <laughs> that stings, that. Hello, welcome back to just another football podcast. Fun fact, George, this is the first time in the history of this podcast mm-hmm. that you and I have done it together alone. I is think, that true? I think so. I think so. Think about this uh, about this earlier. I don't think we've ever done a podcast like just the wow. just the two of us. History, history in 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 twenty twenty four. Jeff P podcast, fantastic. Uh, just you and I this time. Um, yeah, yeah. I've dressed up for the occasion. Um, of course, I, Fergal to, to, to distract from the, the, the fact that I'm talking absolute nonsense. I've dressed <laughs> up. Um, it's not the fact that I've just got back from work. Yeah. It is not. It is not. I'm 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 dressed too casually. If anything, um, yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah. that, George. Appreciate it. The first podcast of 2024 as well. Um, thank you for your patience on the episode. I just haven't been yeah. able to get together. I was on a work trip. No. Fergal's on holiday. Harry's got like work was in the way as well, same as you. I, yeah. It was just, yeah, it was. It's been it's been tough, but we're back. We're back. Uh, the Girona video. Thank you for Yeah. Um, subscribe to the channel, by the way. We are on three hundred subscribers now. Can we hit a thousand before the end of twenty twenty four? Let's see. Subscribe. I never tell anybody to subscribe, but like if you watch the podcast, then yeah. in the past you've watched something like the. Girona video or the Leverkusen video that I've done on the channel. Subscribe. There's gonna be more stuff like that. Um, there, there, yeah. There's there's more of that to come every month. Of course, we're, we're um, I'm gonna keep doing the uh, superlatives things. Um, that's gonna carry out throughout the year. Hopefully, all being well. If, if mm. everything goes to plan. But let's talk about something that uh, just happened in the last hour, and. It's the World Eleven. You don't know about the World Eleven. George no, I don't. doesn't know the World Eleven yet. I have seen it. So I've reacted to the fact that Mohamed Salah was not one of the nominees, right? Yeah. Uh, that is the tip of the iceberg. Oh no! <laughs> because in both the men's and the women's World Eleven, it's a three-three-four formation. I swear it always seemed to be a 4-3-3. Maybe they a just three, got... Conf- three, four. It's a 3-3-4. Three, three, uh, important to note that this has been exclusively voted for by the players, by the way. The players right, right. are the voters here. I think what will have happened is that the players were allowed to put any formation they kind of want. Yeah. Uh, so they fit in all the players that, in their opinion, should be there. And right. obviously, it's very top-heavy. Because yeah. votes were, uh, there were a lot of votes for forwards. Maybe I don't know. Um, right. There's not a lot of strong cases for like a left back to be there this year. Left back is kind of a weaker position, kind of worldwide, really. When you see Man City playing with the with inverted fullbacks and Andy Robertson yeah. being out for for a long period of time, Liverpool not doing well. Um, Alex yeah. Grimaldo might have been a shout, but it's. Leverkusen's season this season is is the good part, really. Is the like the the outstanding last part last six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that part doesn't surprise me. Uh, I'll 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 say 
I'll read out the World Eleven now, and you point out which player, or in your opinion, who should have been there and hasn't and and, and isn't. Um, so here we go. In goal is Thibaut Courtois. He's the, not played for the last. <laughs> exactly, George. Exactly, he hasn't played this season. Uh, it's, okay, they, they loaned in Kappa uh, because Courtois uh, has uh, a career-ending injury, it seems. Uh, so, okay. Thibaut Courtois. There you go. Yep. The three defenders are Kyle Walker, John Stones, and Ruben Diaz. So, three Manchester City yeah. defenders. Yeah. The midfield three are uh, Jude Bellingham. Yep. Kevin De Bruyne. Understandably. Hasn't played since August. Hasn't played. And, and yeah, hasn't de- played. And, and debuted his, or like reappeared after uh, his, his six-month injury layoff in January. Yeah. Uh, and debutante in the World Eleven, Bernardo Silva. That's the first time uh, Bernardo Silva has been in the World Eleven. I like that. I mean, I really rate Bernardo Silva. Always have. You yeah. know, I think he's heavily underrated. Even sort of the headlines yesterday. Um, um, regarding what was the day before regarding Newcastle City it was mm. all about Kevin De Bruyne but realistically for the first half uh, Bernardo Silva ran the show a lot of the time and his yeah. goal was super impressive so yeah I really like that shout to be fair but um, some questionable other ones yeah one of the goals <laughs> of the season in my opinion that Bernardo Silva oh, yeah. finished, it's so yeah lovely. It, it's really hard because it was like in the air as well so he he kind of hit it he made contact with the ball as yeah. it landed on the ground it's very satisfying to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, not very satisfying that he scored in and of itself because Manchester <laughs> City won. Like, say, you know, yeah. we, don't, we don't want that. <laughs> the forwards. Four forwards, of course. Vinicius Jr. Kylian yeah. Mbappe. Erling Haaland. Yeah. And for the 17th consecutive year, Inter-Miami's Lino Messi. Really? 17 years in a row. Wow. Some careers don't last 15 years. <laughs> like this is this is remarkable. This is absolutely Incredible. remarkable. His first appearance in the World 11 was in 2007. 2000 I was 10. <laughs> I was in it's third really, grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, incredible. It's really interesting his impact as well that despite Ronaldo doing well in Saudi, um Messi's managed to retain not necessarily the respect but the sort of admiration of other players despite having moved to what would be deemed a lesser league yeah um but you know um pretty bluntly but um you can see that the players that that played with or even just watch Messi deem him at such a high level that it doesn't matter where he goes he'll he'll just be in the 11 yeah and in 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 my opinion having watched him in the flesh for the first time in 2023 uh, and obviously having having watched him very closely uh, really throughout his time in inner Miami he's still one of the best players in the world yeah he's he is still like he every time he plays as you'd expect it is just a whole other level. It's a different sport to what everybody else is doing. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's one obvious omission here. Uh, apart from Wosala, which is my own biased opinion, maybe. But where is Rodri in this? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, even Alison as well. I mean, uh, Alison, how can you have Thibaut Courtois? Um, uh, would have understood 2023, 2023, 2023, yeah, 2023,
has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven representatives from England. Wow. Uh, and two representatives from Spain, despite the fact that Spain won the World Cup. And England, I think, won third place. Do, do we think Do we think that's a matter of coverage in terms of, hmm. I, I guess, um, uh, maybe I'm being a bit of doing other countries a disservice in hmm. terms of, you know, established women football. But um, in terms of the English league, it's becoming extremely strong. Yeah. And the investment is, is ramping up massive, massively. And I think very quickly it'll become similar to the Premier League in terms of the best players will, will go there because of the TV yeah. uh, revenue. Uh, and so if there's more TV, there's more coverage. And if there's more coverage, yeah, therefore they'll get into the, the, the 11. Um, uh, even players, you know, players to a certain extent will only watch a certain number of games. And if it's usually Premier League games, then there's going to be a bias or sort of almost diverted attention towards towards that. I don't know if that's if that's a fair reflection of no, where I, this is going from. But I don't know really. Uh, in a World Cup year, I th- I just tend to think that the like a lot of the World Eleven would come from that country. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean. Yeah, the uh, mo- the vast majority of the team is is English league players. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's not a surprise really. Sam Kerr is in there. Alex Morgan, the mm. only United States representatives, both in national team and league form. Yeah, like yeah. With San Diego Wave, who won the uh, the uh, the shield, the league title. You obviously know how the American yeah. leagues work here. You have a league winner and a cup winner. Which is the league winner, but the league winner doesn't really—it's weird. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's the world elevens, two, three, three, fours. Bizarre. Three, three, four. I've, it's never been done before. So perhaps it's a it's a formation that three attacking midfielders as well. Not, yeah. not a single holding. What Maybe if we see put... this in the new year? What if this is a formation that we we start seeing? Uh, what if Pep Guardiola comes up with it and that's how he wins the league title? I think he'll probably come up with it because he's bored more than anything else. He'll just go, yeah, that sounds like it'll throw cat in the bag for a few weeks and uh, see if we can deal with this. Three defenders, uh, one of which is traditionally a right back, obviously has gone into a right centre back. So mm-hmm. yeah, two two centre backs and a right <laughs> right centre back slash right right back. Um, uh, that just that really annoys me. That actually really annoys me because I understand. Because why not just put if if that's what it's going to be, just put ten forwards and a and a goalkeeper. Mm. Why even pretend like we're trying to make a an eleven? <laughs> pretend there's no there's no because there's no there's no point. I mean, it's not it's not fair on those that are wing backs and are full backs. Uh, sorry, and are holding midfielders that. Those that get goal contributions are just going to get the the places in the team. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. They should have a fixed formation with you have to pick out these nominees. I think it from used this, to be like that. This position, sort of CDM, two attacking midfielders. Like you, that's fair enough if you want to do it that way. And then right wing, left wing striker for the back. You know, yeah. it's as simple as that. Yeah. 
I I strongly believe in a four three three when being a best eleven. Um, yeah. So you you get you get your three midfielders would be a six and eight and a ten. Yeah. Best left winger, best right winger, best striker. Uh, and I'm not there's so, two centre backs there, but what can you do? You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not so anal about if you wanted to maybe put a centre back and right back, and if you want to put a right wing back, right back, or a, you know a, a striker on left wing. Yeah, 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 that is fine. That's fine. But yeah. so you can't like... put three attacking midfielders <laughs> in midfield. It's just outrageous. It's nah. just not. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's yeah, bad. Uh, yeah. awful. Right. So that's. Uh, these are the uh, the awards so far. Pending. Oh, men's player of the year just popped up on the Athletics live go. feed. It is Lionel Messi of Inter Miami. Really? Really? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Did he get representation in last year's because he won the World Cup, or is that maybe a delayed reaction um... to this year? I'd be interested to see, and this is something that winds me up because it changes every year. What's the time frame? What's the time period yeah. between yeah. which players are, are like judged? But I think his Inter Miami time will have definitely played a part in that. Um, so yeah. he's got the League's Cup to thank. Obviously, the uh, the only um, trophy so far that he's won with Inter Miami. Yeah, uh, kind of. Came and cleaned up and went home. Really, men's player is Leo Messi. But he wasn't that. He wasn't that good at PSG, was he? For the last six months, he was good, but he wasn't. I mean, they didn't win anything. He didn't contribute to much. I mean, really, they they won. They won the league. Um, Yeah, but that's you would hope. Give it bad. I think they they might have won the cup. Uh, He was doing loads of goal contributions. Um, Fair enough. But you know, he's PSG, and nobody really cares. Let's be honest. When, when Haaland's scoring the goals that he is and winning a treble, mm. um, I think it's harsh to overlook that. Uh, yeah, and, and, and give it to Messi. I mean, I understand it's maybe the last time he'll ever get it. Mm. And therefore, is it another just career, almost a career? Um, it's probably the only time you could say it's a career award for Messi because every year he is fantastic and deserves it but this time it does feel like this will be the last year that we see a world 11 with Messi or Ronaldo in it because naturally I think they're phased out at this point perhaps I'll be proved wrong but um, Mm. that's how I see it anyway interesting another thing uh, that I just read in the live feed of the Athletic, um, Messi yeah. was not in attendance. How have they not planned for this? Lionel Messi is in here, so Thierry Henry picks up the trophy, but nope. it's a very awkward exchange. Thierry Henry has picked up the trophy for Messi. Obviously, has Messi asked him to. That's 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 intriguing. Is that uh, Messi? I guess it probably is planned. Uh, I I don't know. But why wouldn't Messi go there? I mean, it's only preseason here. It's not like he has any commitments. So if he misses a day or two of preseason at Inter Miami, it's not going to be the end of the world. But, of course, Thierry Henry, who picked up the trophy, has never won it before. Mm. So I wonder how he feels. Really? Oh. <laughs> I, I oh, wonder. That, is... <laughs> that stings, that. Yeah. 
That that's that must have been very awkward. I look forward to watching the video of that. Um, only the yeah. women's uh, player of the year now left to um, to be announced. And we yes. shall move on, George. We shall move on because yes. this is a yeah. very exciting time in the footballing landscape globally. Because Afghan and the Asia Cup are happening at the same time. Uh, so I thought let's let's kind of preview. Although Afghan has been going on for three days now. Let's yeah. let's kind of uh, talk about Afghan a bit. Um, Asia Cup less so because I have a vested interest in Afghan, so of course I've I've gone uh, uh, yep. kind of personal here. Um, yeah, Egypt are obviously in it. There is a lot of strong teams in Afghan. It has started. We have seen some surprise results, including Egypt's. We drew two two to Mozambique. Uh, it's not a not a great performance. Ongoing right now is Algeria, who are dominating Angola, uh, winning one nil. And another thing that happened in that game is the greatest disallowed goal in Afghan history. The ball was sent over the top. Um, their striker, his name is um, uh, Baghdad Bunajah. So he chests it, and in a very like old school football ad kind of way leaps up and does the most classic bicycle kick you can ask for Ooh. it's offside but it's offside it's offside devastating um but his goal was very good as well so they lead one nil of just absolutely dominating the game uh, to be honest um i watched mm. like kind of half an hour before we started the podcast and um yeah have been like panning my eye apologies uh, on the game no no absolutely um some of the squads here are very strong mm. to the extent that egypt who made two of the th- last three finals but haven't won the actual thing since 2010 i don't think we're anywhere near george really I no i don't think we're i don't think me. our level uh and it's been coming to be honest Youth development in Egypt has, has taken a like a slide in the last twenty years or so, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, let's say last fifteen. Um, obviously, the the exception of Mo Salah, Mohamed El Neni, uh, will yeah. have, have have kind of come up. More players are starting to play abroad, which is good. So someone like Mustafa Mohamed, who plays for uh, Nantes, uh, he's he's doing well there. Uh, Omar Marmouche, who. Um, is now like starring for Frankfurt. That's good. But uh, the general level of our squad is nowhere near the likes of Morocco, for example. Yeah. We yeah. beat Morocco last time in, in AFCON in extra time, 2-1, in the quarterfinal. But their squad has probably strengthened since the World Cup. Obviously, fourth place of the World Cup. It, the mm. biggest achievement in, in African football history. It will be interesting to see how Sofiane Amrabat does yeah, that. I, I wonder if it is a one tournament wonder. Like, he was good at Fiorentina. Yeah, that's that's um, for sure. But is he of the level that he was showing for quite a sh- not a short period of time but it really was only a season or so um when you've got teams uh, 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 
yeah, uh, I think you like Senegal. He's probably got a stronger outfit. Would you nah. say they're their favourites go- going in or? or... Hmm. No, my favourites are def- definitely Morocco. Uh, Morocco. Seneg- Senegal have a shout. Senegal do have a shout. They have a really, really good midfield. Drissa Ganagay, Napalis Mendy, Sheikou yeah. Kriate, Papa Matarsar, Papa Gway. Um, so their their strength is is in midfield. Um, They've also but, but Morocco, Morocco are mm. uh, Morocco are the favourites. Um, Ivory Coast are another. Nigeria yeah. could be another. But uh, in in my opinion, it's it's Morocco and kind of the rest. Yeah. Um, they have a, a couple of new faces as well, Morocco. So that's why I'm saying it kind of improved. So someone like Amin Adli, he yeah. is kind of more than just a squad player in Bayer Leverkusen. He's actually played a lot of minutes for them. Bayer Leverkusen, top of the Bundesliga, everything. Uh, Azidino Nahi is back. And uh, Amin, there is a player called Amin Harit. So he had like a a freak knee injury. Uh, don't go watch it. Do not no, well, watch no. it. Do you remember that? No, no I, I can't remember it. I'm uh, glad yeah. I don't. Okay, it's, a, yeah. no, it's good they don't. It's it's a knee injury. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, so he missed, he obviously missed the World Cup, but he's back now. He was one of their better players going into the World Cup. So when that injury happened, it's like, oh, Morocco's lost like a big player here. Yeah. Uh, at the World Cup, and, and it's disappointing. Um, there is a name coming up, uh, playing for Real Betis now on loan from Barcelona. His name is Shadi Riyad. So he is a 20-year-old defender, center-back, one of the probably the better up-and-coming defenders in La Liga now. He is yet yeah. to make his international debut, but he's had such a good season, he's been called up for that and could make his uh, debut for yeah. them this year. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's pretty interesting that they're having... New faces coming in, and probably ones that will strengthen them. Yeah, Nigeria is another one I wanted to talk about because if you didn't know, they are on a really bad run of form, despite being so top heavy that Victor yeah. Boniface is injured, and you don't even feel like they're missing anything because they just no. called up Terra Moffi from uh, from Nice. Um, but they, the last game they won was five, six games ago. Um, it's like it was a six-nil win against Comoros, I want to say. Um, and then they played their first game of Afghan and drew one-one to Equatorial Guinea. <laughs> yeah, so not ideal, is it? Yeah, I mean, you, you think that their firepower. Um, like you said, they are top heavy. I mean, Ole and yeah, I, I do rate as a yeah. Despite not, he's not got too many minutes. I don't think so far. But um, yeah, I mean, it won't be Victor Schmen. Um Did Lookman? Uh, yeah, Adam Lookman is there. Is now yeah declared for yeah. Uh, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Iannaccio got- is an unused substitute. Really? For example, yep. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, so they, they got they play with one striker. So, yeah, Victor Hashim. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting if they ever um, face up against Morocco, which I would say has the opposite in terms of a bottom-heavy, real, really strong 
yes, their um, fullbacks are good going forward as well, but their their back four and then CDM in Amrabat, I'd say, is their strongest outfit. And then Ziyech is a good player, but I've always found he's overrated in terms of just goal. Okay. Pure goal contributions. Okay. Um, so I think I think my my tip, even though I don't follow African um, international football as much as I probably should, um, is that Morocco will struggle in scoring, but that's often quite that doesn't particularly matter in in tournaments as long as you're you're keeping the ball out of the net. But yeah, yeah. Um, it should be interesting in Afghan as well. So last year there was like a remarkably low number of goals uh, in Afghan. Interesting. Last time yeah. Egypt drew nil nil three times and lost on penalties in the final. So it's yeah. it's really about how strong can you get your defense. We were yeah. shocking last time, uh, but our defense was really strong. Uh, one of the yeah. interesting things that happened to us is well, this year we're calling up four goalkeepers. Um, but one of the things that happened, there are quite a few teams that have called up four goalkeepers. Oh. Um, mm. We are one of them. So our goalkeeper, who's Mohamed El Shinawi, who is the best footballer in Africa that's based in Africa, right? Yeah. So they have an inter-African award. He won it. Just uh, one of the best goalkeepers in our history. He got injured, yeah. I think, in the second game of last Afghan, and then this another goalkeeper, like this, the the backup goalkeeper, played for the rest of the tournament and carried mm. in some cases some amazing performances and and winning penalty shootouts and stuff. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that kind of triggered the thought of calling Maybe. up four goalkeepers. I find it incredibly yeah. unnecessary. I think it's slightly unnecessary. It's very unnecessary. It, at the point that you lose three goalkeepers, you can go, it wasn't meant to be. Like, it, like <laughs> it, just, it just, it's not, the gods are against yeah. us. Like, it, it's just not, it's not meant to be at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it must be quite a good, um, uh, dawn for for African goalkeepers in terms of obviously Edouard Mendy, yeah, he's kind of fell off a little bit, but um, Anana, uh, you said obviously um, the Egyptian goalkeeper winning winning inter um, the Inter African Award for award. best player. So yeah, it seems like it's uh, is that is that a position where you'd say all round in terms of nations that that that's been strong in development um, yeah. I don't know because like Yassine Bono is 32 Mohamed Oshin now he is 35 right um, yeah three of our four goalkeepers are over th- uh, over 30 yeah um, Nigeria don't have a good goalkeeping crop uh, Ghana don't have a good goalkeeping crop I wouldn't say that's a position of uh, no it's a position of strength for some nations yeah yeah uh, not everyone though uh, no, speaking yeah. of the goalkeeping department, I would like to go to Cameroon here. Uh, because do you know what happened with Andre Onana? No. He, well, he played against Man United yesterday. Last night. Uh, and he's supposed to be in Afghan. I thought, I thought he'd already gone. Because I, I, I know he delayed because he wanted to play a certain game. Well, but it I was... didn't know he delayed. It was for Spurs. Yeah. I think you should be left out of the squad. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, uh, you should I be. Think you should be left. Especially if you're conceding too. <laughs> you've gone, <laughs> you've gone and got a clean sheet from Man United. Fair enough. Like you can come back. No, not even that. Uh, and play for us. But no, yeah, uh, that's. Um, 
it would have been funny if he got benched uh, at that so, point. So uh, what happened then is that he, so they they apparently reached an amicable amicable agreement. I'm not too confident about the validity of this. Um, yeah. How amicable was it? I don't know. Well, yeah. he uh, he reached an agreement where he's gonna oh, chance for Angola over the bar. He told them, uh, "I'm gonna play against Man United. Fly over and play the next day." No, which was no, no, which was no. today. Uh, it was uh, the Cameroon's game was today against Gambia. They won three nil. Easy. He didn't oh, did play. He play as well. No, nope. he didn't play. I was going to say no. that. Surely you don't have the fitness, even as a goalkeeper. So he was. He was like he flew to Ivory Coast, and then there was like a connecting in, um, a connecting flight to the camp. I think it yeah. was that got cancelled because uh, of bad weather. So he ended up at the stadium too late. <laughs> he ended up in the stadium too late. Uh, if, but if I were Rugobert Song, who's the Cameroon manager, I'd, I'd make him fourth choice. Cameroon have called yeah. up four goalkeepers. I'd make him yeah. fourth choice. i just bring him in, sit him on the bench, and tell him you're, you're going to be fourth, fourth, uh, fourth choice. We still need you, though, Andre. We still need you. You're just going to be fourth choice. All right? Yeah, that would be my solution. I'm so surprised by that choice by Eric Ten Hag as well. Like, it's not as if Anana's been blowing, you know, yeah. uh, or just just absolutely dominating. He's not been great. You're going to have to prepare for not having him anyway. What is one game going to do? Yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, surely you want your, your backup keeper who's going to be playing for quite a few weeks to be starting as soon as he possibly can in order to get up to match fitness yes it's not ideal against spurs but um yeah that just seems bizarre to me i don't i, don't, I, I and also the man united physios must have been absolutely going off their rocker um with banana <laughs> saying i'll play the next day just yeah insane i mean maybe i, I kind of for me, it just shows the kind of personality that Anana is in terms of just very... Uh, he's very... Um, Adamant. Audacious. He's Audacious, very, yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, and so I, I, I'm not totally surprised uh, that, that it's him, if that makes sense. But, yeah. <laughs> if it's him, Hard. yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you yeah. mentioned that story and you told anyone to guess the player, it's <laughs> yeah. probably it's Andre probably Onana. Onana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who else would do that? Who else would do that? Um, Marwan Shamak, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Balotelli. Balotelli, Balotelli would of do course, that. would do that, yeah. Balotelli, yeah, Balotelli would have done that. Absolutely. Um, but very few players. Very few players would yeah. be... Uh... Incredible, really. Um, yeah. From Cameroon as well, if you happen to watch any Cameroon games, keep an eye out for the left back, not because he's a prospect or anything, but uh, he plays for Seattle Sounders. His name is uh, uh, Nuhu Tolo, just known as yeah. Nuhu. Yeah. He just carries and carries and carries and carries and carries the ball, and he is extremely uh, big despite being five eleven. He's just wide and yeah. built and fast yeah. and strong, and I love him. Um, yeah, uh, keep keep an eye out for him uh, if he plays, of course. Uh, now, yeah. uh, the last thing I wanted to point out because Algeria. Um, 
Yeah, have a have a quite an interesting squad. They also called up four goalkeepers. I don't know what's going on. Um, winning right now against Angola, still one nil. It's in the fifty first minute, fifty uh, second minute as we speak. Yeah. Husim Awar. He's yeah. only played five caps for Algeria. Weirdly, he's he's twenty five right now. Uh, yeah. But it's it surprised me. I think it it might have been the fact that he's waiting for a call up from France. But I, it's it's slightly surprising to me that. Uh, yeah, hasn't kind of broken through yet. Um, obviously, mm. uh, they had a really bad AFCON last time out. The AFCON before they won it uh, in 2019, um, but then it, their their title defense was a fourth place finish in the group. Uh, and then at the World Cup qualifiers, they lost the uh, like actual qualifying game, the last round, with 10 seconds to go. So. Uh, at home as well to Cameroon, um, so they, they'll I think they'll come in with renewed kind of vigor yeah. and and hunger. To yeah. it. And they they looked in the first half before we came on, they were extremely sharp. Yeah. I was actually scared. The level that they have played at so far is is above any other team that has played so far, and it's extremely early on. I th- I've, like I've said, um, mm. but yeah, could be onto something. They have a right back called Kevin Daniel Van den Kirchhoff Van der Kirchhoff Ruiton. Known as Kevin Van der Kirchhoff uh, uh, sorry, Kevin Van der Kirchhoff and known in <laughs> Algeria as Kevin Guiton. Um, this Van den Kirchhoff made me think oh, he's, he's Dutch descent, <laughs> but no. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't find no. any Dutch connections. He has an Algerian <laughs> father and a French mother. Yeah. Uh, that, that just kind of caught my eye. Uh, he he has uh, five caps as well. Debuted in March last year. Uh, but you know, this is this is uh, a bit of an interesting one. Like last year for Sierra Leone, there was uh, Roberto Lopez, who is actually Irish, um, but played for Sierra Leone because he, uh, I think, he reached out to or the Sierra Leonean manager reached out to him via LinGTIN. So you can get a call up. Fantastic, fantastic. The stories <laughs> that Afghan throws at you. Uh, my, my my thought with Kevin Van Den Kirkhoff um, would have been maybe French, but but northeast. Um, okay, okay. France, close I see to the that. border. Yeah. Um, but Irish Lopez. Um, Irish I mean, Lopez. Uh, Sierra Leone. That's that's a, a complete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although um, Sierra Leone aren't playing this year, that was uh, that was last oh, Afcon, shame. Um, which yeah. is a shame. It's just a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, we'll 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 see about Afcon. Uh, Asia Cup is less exciting to me because I just think it's Japan. They're gonna win it. Done. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. really no other contenders to to be quite honest. Uh, but some quite good quite good games. A great story involving Palestine only they're scoring their second ever Asia Cup goal. Um, in the circumstances, huge, yeah. absolutely massive. Uh, they did lose 4-1 to Iran, but I do look forward to watching more of them. Um, I'll be supporting them. That's that's just me. Um, and uh, yeah, up the Egypt, despite the draw, and we're, we still have to play Ghana, uh, who lost in, extra time, in, in injury time in their uh, first game. So gives me yeah. a little bit of hope. Gives West Ham fans some hope that uh, Mohamed Kudus is going to be back soon enough. Mm. Um but no, that was poor from them. They lost 2-1 to Cape Verde. 
um, and Egypt drew to, to, to Mozambique. So that game between Egypt and Ghana is going to be crucial. Gonna have to, uh, gonna have to cross my fingers and tell us for that one. All right. Yeah. Anyway, looking forward to the rest of it. Uh, we're we're in a slow Premier League see- week weekend kind of thing. Um, yeah. But some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, Liverpool's next game is is this Sunday. Title race starting to really shape up between well Liverpool and Man City. Kevin De Bruyne is back. Mm. The world is yeah. shaking. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good one.